Chuck on your trackies and make a cuppa. Time for Matt and Alex's bottomless brunch. Hello to you, late weekend riser. Matt and Alex are here on your Saturday for a, a little degustation menu, Matt O'Kine, of yeah. uh, a few of the bits you may have missed if you didn't catch uh, our whole week on uh, yeah all day breakfast. We're here to supply a little bit of a, uh, a little potty bellini for you to uh, sip on. I what think the a bellini. Hell is that? I think it's a breakfast cocktail. I think it right. Is. I'll, I was just going to go with uh, the mimosas. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're very similar thing. I feel like the Bellini is a peach mimosa, that sort of style. Right. Could have gone the old Virgin Mary or the Bloody Mary, depending on uh, Bloody Mary. How you like it. Just the worst drink, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it just the worst drink? Don't you think? I have no inclination to drink them at all. I've, actually, it, it makes me kind of yeah. feel ill to think about it. If you wouldn't drink the stuff by itself and I tell you I wouldn't drink tomato juice gross oh, but I, I mean my dad my dad would used to drink I remember my dad drinking tomato juice did you like it? no I didn't <laughs> exactly but he liked it did you I mean, drink, do you like drink Tabasco? do you drink well, no. Worcestershire? when you want to have a munch on a veggie is your first inclination <laughs> celery? <laughs> no so why are you putting it all in one thing it's like when when a shot of vodka is the nicest tasting part <laughs> you're in a lot of trouble that's right anyway sorry we're getting a little bit sidetracked we the, are the idea here for your bottomless brunch is a little collection of our favorite moments from the week and uh, i tell you what matt O'Kine, got a pretty good one uh here yeah, it's, it's been really fun looking back. Uh, we settled a matter in low court of Australia, which got disputed a little bit later on during the week. And uh, we met some of our um, partners. Yes, if you uh, didn't meet uh, yeah, Matt's partner, Belinda, you'll be able to find out uh, exactly how they met and how just how sleazy Matt got uh, when well, it came well, to... Well, no, that is... <laughs> I can t- that is disputable because, as you'll find a little bit later on in today's uh, brunch, that we're still on the fence about whether the wink works or whether the wink stinks. All right. Well, that's coming up for you here on the very first official weekly version of the Matt and Alex Bottomless Brunch. Enjoy. I get nervous when these sort of things happen. My heart is racing because Sam from Mount Gambia is about to... Uh, to cop a smackdown here for lying to not only me, not only Matt, not only our producer Bron, who was kind enough to call him and ask him on the show, but to all of Australia and the world, including you, our dear listener, because he told us a furphy, and what we're going to do now is call him up and tell him a furphy back. All right? Yeah, that's it. it. So let, let him learn that two can play at that game. All right. Just, just get get his uh, little balloon inflated and then pull out the safety pin. Pop, pop. So uh, what we're going to do now, he's on the line. I'm going to put him through the desk. We're going to change our voices to very happy and lovable battered Alex that everyone knows. And then, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, <clears throat> okay, here we go. Here we go. Yes, Matt O'Kine, as we come to our final show for the month of May, it is very exciting to announce a very big winner. It is the very first... Matt and Alex, all-day breakfast caller of the month. Yeah, that's right. We had so many great calls. Thank you for getting in touch with us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We loved hearing from you, but every now and then someone stands out and we absolutely loved the story from this 
week it was. Regards to your lost and found, uh, Alex Dyson. Um, we got a call up from young guy from Mount Gambia. He is, na- he is on the line right now. It is Sam. From Mount Gambia, who gave us this story? A while ago, it was for my 16th birthday, actually. My uh, Uncle Craig, obviously a bit of a last-minute present, he um, just wrote a little note on a $20 note for me and gave me that one. That's a classic Uncle Craig. And um, being 16, I was going to try and hold on to it, but obviously not real. Don't have a heap of cash to my name, so a couple of weeks went past and I spent it on something. <laughs> I, I can see, I can see that happening. Six years later, just before a game of cricket, I was grabbing myself a footlong subway, and uh, yeah, got it in the change. It had the exact same note on it. I thought, Are you kidding no. me? Are you serious? Six years down the track, yeah, Sam, six years it. paying for your sub with a fifty. I would assume there. Yeah, a bit of a big roller now. Not no. like oh, well, bloody <laughs> damn, mate. So there you go. We were absolutely amazed, and so we're very happy to announce. I mean, he's already paying for his subs with a 50, but he's the new winner <laughs> of $1,000, Sam, from Mount Gambia. <laughs> G'day, boys. How are we going? I can't believe it. Oh, uh, mate, mate, well, believe it, because it's uh, pretty exciting stuff. You had us in stitches with your uh, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious call. I mean, uh, uh, can you believe that this $20 has sort of turned into this? Yeah, no, now I'm like a huge high roller. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wow. Now, we have decided, I mean, usually it's a big novelty check, but we have decided to give you your $1,000 in $20 notes, just in the hope <laughs> that one of these 20s can get back to you as well. What are you going to spend it on, my friend? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. There would definitely be a few footlongs. I might even have to buy the... Uh, Uncle Craig wanted to himself. Oh, <laughs> oh well, have you mate. told him? Well, has he's he had the one a who listen? You. Has Uncle Craig had a listen to the show? Um, I haven't heard back from him. I sent it to my cousin, so his daughters, and I'm sure they would have played it to him. But I'm still waiting for a phone call from him. So oh well, make right. sure he listens. Game, make Craig. sure he listens to this episode <laughs> as well, because he'll be very, very proud of you, my friend. Yes, our caller of the month, first winner, Sam from Mount Gambia. What about you? Going to spread the love? Give the uh, give a bit of cash to your mates as well. Oh, I was thinking about it. Times are tough oh. at the moment, so they might get lucky. They might not. They'll have to wait and see. Any mates in mind that you might give it to? Uh, actually, there was one minute I was discussing with him. We were talking about if the podcast was actually recorded in the morning or if you've done the cheeky and um, just recorded the day before. And I told him when I got on, he was very excited. So I might have to give him a 20 as well. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Luke Ferguson. Really? What about your mate, <laughs> Zach, who joins us right now? Hello, Zach. G'day, what's going on? Yeah, oh, well, no. we've got what your mate Sam on, on the radio. Zach? Why don't you tell us? Oh, oh well, no. So, um, <laughs> two days ago, I got a message from Sam saying that he had posted this message to you boys saying this story. And um, it's actually a big hoax. He's just made the whole thing up. You've done me in, Zach. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself, Sam? Oh, I'm guilty, sorry. I should have kept my mouth shut. Everyone was believing it. <laughs> yeah, Sam, yeah I'm, you're right. I'm sorry. You haven't won $1,000. You know what you have won? <laughs> uh, the block list of something. <laughs> Matt and Alex, all day breakfast, crumb of the month. Congratulations, Sammy. You're yeah, our crumb of the month. The well first deserved, ever so. winner, a Hall of Famer. Goodness oh, me, that, no. that is going to be a stain on your <laughs> resume for years <laughs> to come. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Boo!
Sorry, boys. Got a turtle, mate. Pull your head in. I actually felt really bad after we recorded it, and I was talking to you boys, and I still had you going. I was thinking about that today. Oh, that was oh you far, felt bad enough to accept bad. the money as well, mate? Did you? Boo! That's funny because Zach's Zach sent us a screenshot of your messages, mate. You don't seem to sound like you feel bad. Uh, check this one out. <laughs> as if they believed that twenty dollar note. Ha ha ha! Can see where I've rubbed the permanent marker. <laughs> Sorry, Come brother. Yeah. We've got eyes <laughs> everywhere. You are our crumb of the month. I'm taking you off. Boo boo boo. And instead, Zach. We'll be getting a good, good prize from All Day Breakfast for his loyalty to the cause. So I'll let that be a lesson to Sam from Mount Gambia <laughs> and a lesson to anyone who thinks of crossing Matt and Alex again because we'll get you with a crumb of the month. We'll kick you off the breakfast table. Matt and Alex's bottomless brunch. The best of All Day Breakfast. Replayed it for your listening pleasure. Matt O'Kyan, you're good at everything. Sure um, am. How are you at Uno? The best. We haven't no, played well, a game. No, no, I'm not the best. I'm I'm good. There's always a little bit of uh, contention around the way I play, though. I'm very, very uh, aggressive about the you need to call Uno when you're you've got the last card. Oh, uh, you're Some a you're an Uno stickler. That. Oh, mate, I hate I hate it when people don't don't play by the rules mm. in board games. Well, you know, the question Monopoly, is, you know, in Monopoly, if you land whatever you land on your first r- round, you have to buy. Yeah. And if you don't buy it, it goes to auction immediately. Yeah. That's what I found yeah, out. Some people don't know that. Also, you know what else I do, which isn't in, in the rules, but I like doing it. <laughs> you just said you hated I, people who don't play by the rules. Yeah, well, this isn't a rule. This, is, this, is, this sort of still stands by the rules of world finance in which I will... I you, will if, you keep, let, if you get free parking, people give you money. <laughs> I, keep, I keep the 500. I keep, an, I keep one of my 500s just under my... Uh, under my Pillow uh, you know, under my leg, just as you know, to save for a rainy day. That's that's called budgeting, mate. That's not called rules. It's just sure. good budgeting. Just a little rainy day account that yeah. whips it out there. Okay, well, we saw someone brought to our attention that the Uno Facebook page pretty liberal when it comes to chucking out either new rules or rules that exist that no one knows about. And I, you didn't know about this rule. I didn't know about this rule. And so when we thought it, we better let the people know, otherwise there could be a few, you know, isolated fights going on. Um, But on Uno, this is the official Facebook. They say, skipping never felt so good. If someone plays a draw two on you and you're the next in line, but you have a skip card of the same colour in your hand, you can play it and bounce the draw two penalty to the next player. The next player must draw two cards unless they have a skip card of any colour which they can then play, in which case the penalty is then bounced to the next player or so on until someone draws two cards. See, I like that. I like that rule. I like that rule. I like being able to stack the special cards. Some people say you can't put a draw four on a draw two. I say do it. Well, is that in the rules? Because I don't know. Is that, that's the O'Kine house rules. <laughs> I say do it. All right, well, we need to be across this, otherwise society is going to unbloody ravel more than it already has. And so we asked you, we put it out on our Instagram, uh, if you have any of your own house rules that you would like to make people aware of. Erica is in Melbourne. G'day to you, Erica. Hi, how are you going? Good, thank well, you. What's your rules you want us to uh, put in the official world rule book? So my rule relates to categories. Yep. And I'm very big on the points for trying. So <laughs> I don't care whether your answer's <laughs> right. I just like it being obscure. That is Uh-oh. a garbage rule, Erica. <laughs> Honestly, 
<laughs> that is, I mean, turn it up. You know what? Oh, so partner, you're giving out participation trophies here my, for Scattergrease. Pretty so much. Wait, is, is, is the right answer the same point worth as a trying answer? Yeah. Oh, yep. no, no, no. We've been playing a lot of Scattergrease. It's a great Zoom isolation game, right? Now, okay, here's, here's I'm going to give you an example. All right, here we go. Reasons to go shopping was the was the category, right? Okay. And uh, the letter was A. So my partner tries to go get past us with um, arson. Arson <laughs> is a, is why you might go shopping because someone's burnt all your stuff. Turn it up! <laughs> or what if you needed to arson later on that day and you were out to buy your supplies for that? Oh, what? come on. It's a point for trying. Point no. for trying. See, under under the regime of Erica, you would get a few points. What about this one? I was playing Scattergrees online with my girlfriend's extended family. One dude forgot that in Scattergrees that there's a specific letter that you need to write for every answer. <laughs> and so all of his answers were... The letter was S, things in a bedroom. He said chair. Is that points for trying, Erica? <laughs> That's not points for trying. You don't get points for being silly. Okay, well, okay. the point for trying rule, controversial stuff, but we appreciate the feedback nonetheless. Uh, Casey is with us as well. Hello, Casey. Hello. Hey, uh, Casey, can you tell us the rule that was vented in your household? So when I went home for Christmas last year, my sister, when I, we were playing Scrabble, invented what she calls the being a bitch penalty. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So she, that wasn't in the, the rule book. That I wasn't in the definitely not in the rule book that I've checked out. So <laughs> okay. And uh, did anyone get pulled yep. up on that? Yes. Yeah, so I'm the bitch apparently. So <laughs> because I won by fifty nine points, the being a bitch he was sixty points. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that's so unlucky, Casey. That's extremely yeah, so- unlucky. Well, being the mature and responsible 31-year-old that I am, I trust an absolute tantrum. I went ballistic <laughs> and mum had to tell us to pack it up and go to everyone. <laughs> oh, dear. But didn't you hit a, you know, I, I heard that for anyone who is the victim of that rule, that they, they get two extra points for uh, oh, for bringing it up, for calling someone out. Time. Yeah, sorry, yeah, you would have won sorry. by one then. I'm very I sorry. Won, yeah. All right. You well, know, being a bitch is tough work. It costs you sixty points. Know. Indeed. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, chatting about it. Hopefully, next Christmas things improve in that household. We've also got Chloe from Canberra. Hey, Chloe. Hey, boys. How you going? Good. Thanks, Chloe. So we've been talking about Uno. Have you got a special Uno house rule? Oh yeah. So me and a couple, or well, not a couple, a few friends. We invented the uh, ultimate loser rule in Uno. So mm. essentially, you keep playing until you know the winner gets out, and then you're down to the last two players, and they face off to be the ultimate loser. And you really don't want to be the ultimate loser. Wait, so this is sort of some sort of Uno Hunger Games in which the winner sits out and watches the losers fight yeah, over the yeah. scraps. Yeah, so you can you can play with a big group of people. You put a few decks in. And as each person loses all their cards, they sit out and watch until it's the final two fighting it out to the death, essentially. And, and then what is what happens when you are the ultimate loser? The ultimate loser has to eat a spoonful of barbecue grease. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. I think at first when you said that, I thought you meant... Barbecue sauce, but you meant barbecue <laughs> oh, no, no, no. grease, didn't you? Yeah, 
you've you've cooked up a big lunch, you know, snags, bacon and eggs. And then that grease that kind of sits at the corner of the barbecue, once it solidifies, scoop up some of that and bon appetit. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? And thus, the like incredible talkback circle has finished. Both what's your new rule and what's your juice finally combined. I tell you what, have you been the ultimate loser before, Chloe? Oh, no, I'm too good at Uno. I have made it into the bottom two and I tell you my heart rate's never been higher. <laughs> Especially when you'd seen the old snag no. juice sitting there, a few so, chicken wings from days gone by, a few prawn tails bad. adding to the cocktail. Spee second last, never tasted so sweet. Thank you so oh, much for you. that, Chloe. We'll catch you later. Bye. If you've got your home board game rule, please hit us up on the Matt and Alex Instagram. This is Matt and Alex's Bottomless Brunch. All the best bits from the all-day breakfast show out of the Tupperware, reheated and served up again for your listening pleasure. Look, there's a lot of wrongs going on in the world, so it's only fair that we uh, we write some of them. And we're not uh, qualified to write these big boys. There's a few <laughs> <No>. big wrongs. <laughs> That's some huge Which are wrongs. rightfully getting a lot of attention. Now, Matt and I are not qualified to write those wrongs. No, no. I've, I almost failed legal studies in year 11. Yeah, so. Uh, so. But I did do legal studies. So I am qualified to write some things. They're just the very small, tiny, exactly. minuscule things. No, Matt and I stay in our lane. And that is talking about the most trivial issues facing Australians right now. That's why we have presented not the High Court of Australia, not the Supreme Court of Australia, but the Low Court of Australia. The people are real. The cases are real. Petty. This is Analysis Low Court of Australia. Yes, we are the judges of the Low Court of Australia, um, presiding over your minuscule issues. Uh, we were lucky enough to get in touch uh, with Matt. Matt got in touch with us. Uh, one half of a duo called Matt and Alexa. Yesterday we spoke to Matt and Alex from a sports podcast and now we're talking to Matt and Alexa. Hello, Matt. G'day, g'day. We were so close to being another Matt and Alex. Oh, I'm sure we could abbreviate uh, Alex, <laughs> Alexa's name. That, that's fine. Just do a cut off there. But you got in touch with us because you do have an issue which you think can only be settled by our judges, Matt and Alex, in the low court of Australia. Uh, the floor is yours for uh, presenting the case and opening arguments. Go right ahead. Uh, beautiful. I, I do want to first put out a quick apology that this could be the low court of Australia, a bit of a waste of time because it's such a clean-cut issue. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't you get cocky with us, young man, all right? We'll decide whether it's clean-cut or not. Now, you keep okay, going, okay. please. So, here, here's the deal. Last, not the weekend just gone, the weekend before that, we're having some vinos. The red wine's going down nicely. Mm-hmm. I started singing the classic Ain't Alive by the Bee Gees. And... That's the one. Absolute banger. Okay. But well, this is a cappella. You didn't sing it with uh, the karaoke. No, I just, no, it wasn't karaoke. It was just, you know, freestyle and out on the porch kind of thing. You weren't uh, giving and anyone CPR at the time and using the singing. This wasn't a <laughs> life threatening situation. It was just a catchy song. It was just a catchy song. But then Alexa goes, That's the Scissor Sisters. <laughs> and I say, No, I, cu- I couldn't think of who it was, but I knew it wasn't Scissor Sisters. And she was very adamant. No, it's definitely the Scissor Sisters, Alexa saying. And I go, should we bet on it? And she said, yeah, we'll bet. $100 bet it was. And we shook hands. There was two other witnesses to this shaking of hands. Uh, Yeah, the bet was, this is definitely not Scissor Sisters. Shook hands. I Googled it. Lo and behold, it's the Bee Gees. 
And now Alexa is saying she's just refusing to pay. She says, it's a silly bet. And I say, yes, it is a silly bet. But you lost the silly bet. <laughs> you made it. You made the silly bet. And so you feel you, you are owed $100? That's right. Can we, can we please ask about your relationship with the defendant? This is my girlfriend of eight years. First time we've gone to court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, it won't be the last, my friend. No. Well, we'll um, see. Right. We'll see. Uh, let, Alexa joins us as well. Hello, Alexa. Hello. Now, uh, was that retelling of the tale accurate or would you like to add or subtract anything? I think it was slightly accurate. I will just say there was more than a few lines going down. Okay. So my inability to, you know, realise that it wasn't the scissors scissors was probably due to that. Mm. Um, oh. But also, okay. I'm pretty sure that he already knew that it wasn't the scissors scissors before placing the bet. So really, I did know. he did me dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is the Probably whole point so of <laughs> placing. I mean, like, yeah, he knows. That's that's the right yeah, thing to do when so you, you place a bet. If I knew Bukabi Diva was going to win three in a row, I would have put a bit of money down as well. No. Okay. Well, this is interesting as well. Okay, Alexa, because I, I'm I'm no lawyer, lawyer, and I didn't even do legal studies in your eleven. And so I'm probably the least qualified amongst anyone to say anything. But from what I think, being inebriated is not an excuse for crimes, but it's also if you're the victim, a person can't say, well, they were inebriated and the the person committing the crime is is taking advantage of someone. So I don't know where this stands, where this falls in it. Matt O'Kine, Legal Studies Year 11. Well, I mean, I think that if it was just a verbal contract... I would be willing to let that pass as something that was like, yeah, sure, whatever. But I, I believe you actually took the time to shake hands with the plaintiff? Mm, maybe. As I said, oh, I've had a no. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I'm pretty sure that the hand <laughs> was shaken. I've heard two witnesses hands. saw the, ha- the, sh- the handshake. Is that correct, Matt? Yes, it is correct. Okay. Two people saw it. This is what I think Alexa might have been confused with. Yes. I don't feel like that. Mm. So, uh, very high voice. I mean, they are similar-ish, different eras, but certainly potentially an influence on the Scissor Sisters were the BJGs in that song, Staying Alive. Now, as someone who has bet many people a million dollars in the past and they have refused to pay up, okay, (laughs) I'm feeling your pain, Matt, in that I am owed a couple of million dollars from people I've bet. Now, if I went to court, I think the judges would throw that out. All right, that is a silly bet. The question I think we need to ask ourselves, Matt O'Kine, is was Matt wily enough to bet an amount that should be given over? Mm. At what point does the money become silly money and the bet should be disregarded? Oof. Were you thinking I'm going to bet just enough that she'll pay me the money if this comes down to it? No, nah, no, nah, there was definitely, like Alexa said, a lot of wine had gone down. There was not that much thought. <laughs> okay, you just thinking, you yeah. just threw out a number. Bucks. You just said a hundred bucks because that's like a good yeah. amount. Can I yeah, can I ask? Seems, have you guys made lots of bets in the past? Ooh, and if question. so, no. what's Alexa's history in following <laughs> through with her result? I'm glad this is brought up. We we don't bet. We've never bet, but we do use the age-old shotgun rule. Oh, and okay. Approximately, it was probably about a year, a year and a half ago, we had to stop the shotgun rule because Alexa would only, <laughs> like, she'd only accept the shotgun outing if it was in her favour. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, we can't, we can't oh, be doing no. that. 
So what's good for the goose Look isn't good for the gander, I think is what we're fighting here. All right, well, I think, I think we've heard enough. Alexa, we decree oh. that you need to declare bankruptcy. You need to become insolvent. And uh, I think then... Uh, Matt, you're going to have to chase up the $100 from the liquidators of Alexa as a person. <laughs> but we also request a bit of community service from you, Alexa. Uh, no fine on this particular day. Oh, brilliant. But we are going to have mm. to hear a couple of bars of Staying Alive. <laughs> oh. Take it away whenever <laughs> no. you're ready. <laughs> I don't even know the song. Well, well, all you need to know is... All you can sing, I don't feel like Staying Alive. Ha, 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 Staying Alive, Staying Alive. Oh, that was pretty bravo. good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Congratulations. Adjourned. Well done. Um, and I'll, I'll throw in a little, little top. You sh- next time you go out for breakfast, it's your shout. Okay, Alexa. <laughs> Another little sweet nut. Sweet Thanks, nut. Matt. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks, guys. Uh, oh, no. Thank you. Uh, some more happy customers, Matt O'Kine. <laughs> if you have <laughs> a dispute that you would like resolved by uh, Chief Justices Matt and Alex, please get in touch with us via the matt.and.alex Instagram or our Discord or, I don't know, send us a letter. All day breakfast. Sometimes it just tastes better the second time around. This is the best of all day breakfast. Reheated in the microwave for you to enjoy. Matt and Alex's Bottomless Brunch. Yes, Matt O'Kine. It has been a big week, uh, not the least of which I, my girlfriend was on the show, uh, surprisingly enough to me. You, you requested her to come on and ask about a relationship. So I thought it was only fair. The, the people were breaking down our doors uh, to hear from the other side. And so I'd like to welcome to the show right now, Matt's partner, Belle. Hey, Belinda. Hello, what? Alex. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> the hell are you? No, you didn't tell me this was going to happen. Where's Sophia? She's sitting in her high chair, just oh. woke up, so I'm on time. There we go. Well, you, we, thank you, you for joining hit? us, Belle. Um, Matt O'Kahn was very insistent that my partner came on the show yesterday. It was a raging success. Everyone yeah. loved it, including myself, uh, having our, uh, our uh, love brought out to the world. So we thought it's good to get your love brought out to the world. Um, <laughs> how, how long have you, you and Matt been together? We've been together almost five years. Did you know oh. about this? I found out after after you left for work. God damn it. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me <laughs> Sam did you know? Yeah, no, this is this is good stuff. It's good to have surprise guests on the radio, that's what we know. Um where did you first meet? Uh we met very traditionally just out at a bar in Brisbane. I was living no, in Brisbane at the Can time. I just clarify, now that we're live on air, <laughs> I I am gonna just say that Belinda shot me the no, the most sultry true. eyes across no. the bar you've ever seen. Oh, she was not all eyes on me. I was, was just with some laser eyes across. The room. <laughs> I walked towards the bathroom. He gave me a laser stare across. No, the no, oh, well, no, guys, no, I got to say, no. never cross the beams. Never cross the beams because <laughs> magic happens when that when that goes on. But who talked to who first? Well. Matt was staring at me and I, I was actually out with a friend um, who was talking to a guy and I felt like a bit of a third wheel. So I was kind of meandering around um, 
And because he was staring so intently at me, <laughs> I think I weighed it up. Him. <laughs> I, you, you made multiple trips to the bathroom, I'll tell you that much. You walked past a lot. You must have had a very faulty bladder at the time because you were doing laps of the building. By that point. true. <laughs> um, oh, very but good. Yes, no, but you know what? You know what struck me um, as such a, a nice thing that Belle, Belle approached um, because she asked me how I was. As opposed to a lot of people who, you know, um, go, oi, you got to give her your selfie, bro. Like that sort of thing. So it's like, no, you have to. You have to give me a, you got to do a Snapchat and tell my mate he's a dickhead. Or went to high five you and then pull her hand away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or tell me that they hate my, you know, show or whatever. So it was like nice to, uh, it's nice to have someone just ask, hey, how is your holiday because we were on break from uh, from Triple J at the time. Oh, that was very cute. So yeah, and we chatted a bit. And then 5 years later, you you live together, you have a child together. How how's Matt been as a as a dad? How's the how's the daddy Matt going? He's an incredible dad. I mean, Sophia is so lucky. He has character voices that he does for all of her books. Oh, um, really? Which ones, Matt? <laughs> Which, which character voices do you do? And can this you do em- them right now? No, this is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, there's a guy. Look, we've got a little BFG doll. I call him Benedict, okay? He works on London's famous North End, <laughs> which is not as famous as London's famous West End. How and many, how much of a backstory? Like he goes, hello, Sophia. Come see a show on the North End. It's much better than the West End. And then he sings songs like Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> see, look, okay, come on. Now enough's enough. Hey, actually, while while you're here, Belle, can we let's talk about um how you know our first date because Dyson, you were actually there when we sort of first met. I was. We were out it's together true. and you said, Oh, I've met this my really nice girl. She's coming along tonight. Um and I and I witnessed it. I later found out because so, I was in um, Sydney for a work conference and I later found out that Matt said to you and his friend, Laura, you're at, a, you're at a bar on Oxford Street that had a big high balcony and he said, look, I really don't know much about this person so if this whole meetup is a real dud, I'm just going to jump over this balcony and <laughs> run away, Homer Simpson style. <laughs> Down the okay. street, never to be seen again. Okay, yeah, I, I, okay. I, think that's, I recall that quite quite well. Yeah, that's some, some spot on memory, just, Belle. I didn't hop the balcony railing and run you off, did, did I? I spotted did. her across the room again and went, "Oh, she's beautiful." We chatted, we hit it off, and then, all right, and this is a, this is a, this is a challenge to you, the listener, okay? <laughs> because uh, Belle and I hung out. The, the following weekend, I knew I was going to be hosting an awards night, okay? And quite I, and I, um, serendipitous, all of this. And we were, and, and, you know, Belinda lived in Brisbane at the time, uh, and the awards night was in Brisbane. And I told her, look, I'm actually going to be up in Brisbane next weekend for this awards night. So maybe you'd like to come along. And she said, oh, is this the Brisbane Advertising and Design Awards? And I was like, oh, yes. How do you know? You know, I'm due to host it. And she said, oh, well, Oh well, okay. Well, I've I've actually been nominated for an award. No, I, I didn't. I didn't know that I'd, I'd entered an awards category. I'd, I didn't think I'd been shortlisted. I didn't think I was going to win. All right, but, but you, you okay? You knew about it. But then, anyways, uh, during that week, I get a message from Belinda, and she says, "Hey, look, just letting you know, I've been nominated, and the organisers have advised that I turn up to the event. Okay, it has <laughs> nothing to do with you. I'm just letting you know." <laughs> You try so not to play too keen there, so don't, like, I, I don't think... Want, 
I didn't want it to seem as though Matt had told me he was going to be at these awards. And I said, oh, all right. And Suddenly I, you're out and buying dresses and tickets to the awards <laughs> and writing ads and stuff so you can get nominated. But no, and then, but when she sent the message, I was looking at the nominees list and I already, and I had the, the you know, the MC speech. So I had the winners already <laughs> highlighted and I saw her name. I was like, I know, I know you're going to be there. And so that Saturday I hosted the night. Belle was there in the crowd and... She won an award, which I handed to her on stage, and it was a very sweet moment. And, oh. No, I just need to interject there and say that when I walked on the stage, Matt called my name, he shook my hand, and then he gave me a sly wink with the eye. Oh. That the <laughs> okay. <laughs> just right. a little wink, my man. I did do. Wow. I mean, it was, what I mean, a player. No, no. <laughs> Look, it's it's very hard to wink and not be creepy, but I pulled it off that night. I'll tell you that. He much. pulled off the one <laughs> wink in the world that wasn't creepy. Well done, Matt. And thank you so much, Belle, for jumping on the radio. Very cool Welcome. to have you as part of the show. Thanks, and, uh, Belle. All the best I love you. It. Say hi to Sophia. I will do. Bye. Bye. Oh, the good wholesome content there, Matt. Or should I say, Benedict. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex's Bottomless Brunch. The best bits from The Daily Show, thrown together and shaken like a bag of mixed lollies. New episodes Monday to Friday at 6am. Matt O'Kine, uh, the, the good listeners have got to know us a little bit better this week, given our, uh, our partners have made appearances. I mean, we reference them a bit, particularly, you know... A radio host stories. You got to you got to mine your own life for stories. And given where, for the majority of our time, trapped inside, the only people that live with us are obviously going to feature quite heavily in the stories that we bring out. So it was good, nice to get them on the show uh, to have a little chat, and so you can say hello to them because you you know you'll, you now know that we'll be reference them in the future. But um, in, interesting getting to know us better in the, in the say at the same time, uh, including when you and your partner Bell in the first weeks of courtship. You bet I on winked, stage. Okay, I winked. This is, this is what happened live on stage at an awards ceremony. I hosted the night. She won an award, which I handed to her on stage, and it was a very sweet moment. And, oh. No, I just need to interject there and say that when I walked on the stage, Matt called my name, he shook my hand, and then he gave me a sly wink with the eye. Oh. That the <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's what a player! No, no. <laughs> Look, it's it's very hard to wink and not be creepy, but I pulled it off that night. I'll tell you that. He much. pulled off the one <laughs> wink in the world that wasn't creepy, <laughs> which is quite incredible, Matt. That I, you were able to do that. I salvaged the wink. I brought it back. Okay, it was it was creepy. I managed to pull it from the gutter. And, and turn it into something that is, is actually a beautiful sign of uh, appreciation and, and uh, admiration. Because I think it's, it's been a while since I've seen a wink in real life. You know, winks happen in movies. They happen in advertisements a fair bit. <laughs> you're giving me one now. You're out of practice, my friend. You don't no, wink much. I- and it's very bold if you're a non-winker to bust one out because I think I tried to do a wink one time and it wasn't in a situation where it was a girl that I liked and it was on stage in front of a bunch of people. Well, and but if you please, do it without practice, you can stuff it up. It's can walking we a tightrope. Give me a little bit of credit for it was my left eye as well. Okay, <laughs> so so I'm biwinkle. I can I can wink on both eyes. That's not easy either. I used to practice that um, when I was when I was younger. All right, so what, I on am people or by yourself? No, just by myself because you never know when you're going to need it. So wait, wait, you're you telling me, you're telling me 
that a young man of kind would stand in front of the bathroom <laughs> mirror. I wasn't w- winking doing at it. yourself I on both sides. I wasn't learning how to wink so that I could what? use it as some sort of sexual advance on people. I was learning uh, how to wink in front of the mirror. it's body right. control. 20 rinks on the right. Here we go. <laughs> 19, 20. Okay, left. One, it's, two, three. Let's get these muscles It's understanding of how to use your body. It was an interest in movement. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, my Lord. All right. Well, we thought about this because it is a bold one to I use. I also raise both eyebrows. Thank you very much. Oh, the, the people's eyebrow. I did practice that once. I'm terrible. Can't do it. Uh, but... It, it is a tough manoeuvre. And so we were, we were thinking whether a, a wink has worked, you know, for you. A wink has made maybe someone swoon. Maybe you were about to jump off something and you winked a pers- in a movie and then you jump off, but you actually had a parachute and, you know, those kind of situations. Yeah. Maybe maybe someone was, you and your clone were standing next to each other and both <laughs> saying, it's, shoot him. And then, and then you like winked. You went, and then- shoot me and winked. And then the <laughs> yeah. person knew that you were the exactly. real you and then See, shot good the clone. Winks. There's good winks. But every now and then, a wink stinks. And so, <laughs> and so we've also asked you, <laughs> where does a wink stunk? Uh, and Laurie from Acutica has got in touch. Hello, Laurie. Hi, how are you guys? Really good, well, thank you. Thanks. Now, we asked when does a wink worked or when does a wink stink? And uh, you've got in touch. What is your wink story? You know how when emojis first came out, I thought that the wink face was a greasy face. A now what? Oh, giving gre- someone greasies. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, a greasy? So- You're like sort of going, ah. Well, you know, like you kind of have one side of the face like really screwed up. And then the other side of the face is still scrunched up, but not quite as scrunched up as the other side. And so you're kind of giving them a greasy and still one side of the face is a little bit neutral, kind of like the wink face, but obviously the wink face is just a wink face. I think Matt O'Kine's uh, audio of a greasy was pretty spot on. You are just going... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that going... Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah. A stinker. So, so around, the time that, um, around the time that emojis came out, I... Um, had newly become single and I was, I guess, pretty innocent and naive and thought I'd try out the Tinder game. Um, And so I was a little bit shocked when boys would occasionally flick through a random message that said DTF or or something a bit gross. So um, I'd just reply with a greasy face. And like, you know, that's, that's not on. That's not okay. No, not, just I'm to put them in their place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought that I was being really assertive and uh, they're just getting keen, more keen. I didn't understand it. You thought after you gave them the greasy to their exactly. question of soliciting, uh, you know, potentially some loving out of you, uh, that they they'd back turned, off. They were turned on by my disgust. And, yeah. <laughs> Then they'd send through an eggplant and you'd be like, why do they want to eat vegetables at a time like this? Everyone is just so confused. And so what was the moment, Laurie, that you discovered that the winky face was not as uh, aggressive as you'd hoped? Well, I was talking to my friend and obviously we're reflecting on this new Tinder experience and I was like, it's really weird. There's so many of them that just don't get the hint. Like, what do you have to do? To uh, like for them to stop talking at you, like you just send them greasies and they they keep going even harder. <laughs> um, so and she was like, "Well, show me them." So we had a little scout through, and um, she's like, "Mate, 
You're sending them winks. You're winking away at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So uh, what did you send up to uh, to clarify with a few of these uh, these people? Did you find an emoji that was greasy enough? No, I send through the uh, the old red face. Oh, yeah. With angry the, do you do face. the expletives over the mouth or do you uh, just do the angry red? Oh, a bit of angry red and eye-rolling, really. Have you ever had a successful wink, Laurie, though? Like, has anyone ever winked at you and you've thought, back me up here, is the wink extinct? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Matt, I can back you up. I can back you up because I wear contact lenses and my wink kind of looks more like an eye twitch or a <laughs> Like, they, my contacts get all out of joint and then I end up just having to shut the whole show down. So, yeah, wings don't work. They're not okay. <laughs> all right, so you're calling for the removal of the wink from society despite accidentally giving it to a bunch of... Uh... <laughs> Thirsty boys. Keen beans. Uh, but, Laurie, thank you very much for letting us know your story. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, boys. Um, let us know. Uh, is the wink extinct? Or should we uh, bring it back from the dead? Bring like, it back. Like Matt Bring O'Kine it back. Tried. Bring it back. Feel free to as well. Um, as well as don't just tell us old stories. Feel free to create new ones. Okay? Do your own experiments. All right, because we're scientists, we're very scientific here at All Day Breakfast. We would love you to go out, test the wink. You know, where previously you thought, nah, the wink's in the back cupboard, never to be seen again. Bring it out. Give yeah. it a try. Let us know, is is, is the wink extinct? And uh, yeah, we'll figure out and, and give you the official reading another day. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.